0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, ducks, dogs, cats, lions, giraffes, donkeys, maybe even a little panda bear. What about a polar bear? Whatever you want to edit yourself or call yourself, that's completely fine with me. This is your host, Leonardo, for Subliminal Message Studios. Welcome, everybody. I hope everybody uh, was safe during the storm yesterday. It was absolutely operation fast and furious yesterday the wind was blowing so hard I forgot to pay it. I'm not even kidding the wind was blowing so hard that I should have put it on a corner and eh, eh, no eh, eh. ok moving forward well we have a lot of great news for you today a lot of futurist news and speaking of futures we'll start this off in the future I'm going to take you down a path of insanity. Literally, a path of insanity. Well, NASA's uh, NASA is about to blast a massive space telescope into space that has cost the agency approximately $10 billion and more than 20 years to build. Holy shit, you spent 20 years building this telescope. If this telescope doesn't have and show... Jehovah, or at least show heaven above, then I don't know what the hell they're even building this for. Oh, before I even go on with this It's not just a telescope. What they're trying to build is the same thing the Babylonians Tried to build a ladder to heaven. Well, we all know how that happened what happened at the end of that So if we get smited down here soon, well, we can all thank CERN and NASA. Oh, by the way Did I forget to mention that NASA is actually formed by a bunch of Nazis? Yeah yeah it sure was oh i'm sure some of you don't believe me so i'm going to i'm going to inform you who started nasa and the first person to start nasa oh hold on let me um give you the the uh uh, uh right name right because everyone thinks it was President Dwight D Eisenhower well that's not that's not true at all no you know the uh, man who created NASA is actually uh, completely escaping my mind and uh, for crying out loud I should know this because I actually said it, it and I said it to a fluke, and for some reason, I cannot remember his name, which is, uh, kind of, uh, embarrassing right now. T. Keith Glinman became the first administrator on August 19th. That was the first administrator. Um, I actually feel completely retarded right now. Hold on. Of course warner braun i am so very, very sorry um, uh, uh to everyone that sat there and listened to absolutely nothing for about good 20 maybe 25 30 seconds if i lost some air eh, well i know why because i completely just bombed. nasa's nazis that's right the man behind the first man von warner Brown. He was an established Nazi and actually worked for Adolf Hitler. Arthur L. H. Rudolph of San Jose, California, a key figure in the Saturn V program, left the United States in March after negotiating a deal a year ago with the Justice Department. The Justice Department office of special investigations, which tracked down Nazi living Nazis living in the United States and seek their deportation, had charged Rudolph participating in the persecution of slave laborers used in the production of V-2 missile in Germany during World War II. The government said Rudolf was the chief operations director for uh Nazi-Germans V-2 missile production at an underground rocket factory from 1943 to 1945. Hitler used the rockets to bombard London. Well, I'm sure uh, Hitler did use the uh, rockets to bombard London, because what the hell is the point of creating missiles if we're not going to bombard the whole world? Anyways, let's move forward. Uh, Move forward to a very serious subject. So if my voice kind of changes and I kind of get a little more serious Well, that's because a police officer was ambushed and shot to shit in Baltimore Um, He's on live support right now guys Um, send prayers out this is I don't want to say it's sad because yeah, obviously it's sad it's, it's very unfortunate that this uh, police officer was ambushed and he was shot to hell like he's a gang member. That's very, very unfortunate. I do not condone that one little bit. But this is what they're driving for. You know, this is what they're going for, you know what I mean? Like uh, all, all the parents that are being watched by the Department of Justice because they don't agree with... Um, with the school, with what the schools are teaching, with critical race theory, teaching your two-year-old, your three-year-old, your four-year-old about a guy's dick and how it might be better for them. Yeah. Well, the students are going to school right now and they are creating their own racism because you have to realize that it's cool. They're making this cool. They're making, you know, these, uh, these, these opinions, this way of living cool. You can't blame the kids because they see it all the time on the internet, and they see how parents argue about it. And what's the first thing you do when you're a kid and see something that your parent your parents get absolutely mad about? You rebel. It's a natural it's a natural vicinity of the human of the human species when you're young. You rebel when you know your parents don't like something. The fuck are you gonna do? You're gonna do just that. So, yeah, obviously racism is getting sparked up more and more and more and more in high schools. Who would have saw that coming? I would have saw that coming, and I'm not a fucking futurist. I'm not even a goddamn, uh, 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 I can't even see in the future. I, I don't even do predictions, ladies and gentlemen. But common sense is telling me that if you keep on shoving, you're white, you're black, you're Mexican. No, you act white. No, act black. No, act Mexican. The more you continue with this kind of uh, way of thinking, the more you're going to have a bunch of spoiled little bitches running around all day in school calling every other person that they're racist. Of course, the person that's calling the person racist, there's no way they could be actually one who's racist. Anyways, moving forward. About this Baltimore police that was shot, a Baltimore police officer is in critical condition after being ambushed and shot while sitting in a patrol vehicle earlier Thursday, authorities say. Dr. Thomas Scalia said at a briefing outside the University of Maryland Medical Center's Shock Trauma Center that the officer was shot multiple times and was on life support. That is, that is a shame. That is fucking, that is absolutely a shame. And if if anyone's saying, oh, come on, do you know how many times the cops have uh, killed you an unarmed person, or unarmed this, unarmed that, or they've shot someone unarmed? Actually, yes, I do. I'm one of the uh, persons that they shot unarmed. And guess what? It's still my fault why I got shot. You know why? Because I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I shouldn't have been there. So, sometimes, there comes a time, ladies and gentlemen, where we're going to have to start taking accountability for our own actions. You know? Accountability. You know? Responsibility. You know, if you do something wrong, you going to have to pay the piper. You know, that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? You know. But anyways, um, what I'm trying to say is, is if we don't start taking a responsibility and accountability for our actions, we will all become narcissists and a bunch of big polarized pussies. Moving forward. Scientists, system, system scientists found clues to why false news snowballs on social media here comes the internet shutdown, everyone. A new model shows that the more polarized and hyper a social network is, the more likely misinformation will spread. The spread of misinformation on social media is a pressing societal problem that tech companies and policymakers continue to grapple with. Yet those who study this issue still don't have a deep understanding of why and how false news spreads. To shed some light on this murky topic, researchers at MIT developed a theoretical model of a Twitter-like social network to study how news is shared and explore situations where a non-credible news item will spread more widely than the truth agents in the model are driven by a desire to persuade others to take on their point of view the key assumption in the model is that people bother to share something with their followers if they think it is persuasive and likely to move others closer to their mindset well the researchers found that in such a setting when a network is highly connected or the views of its members are sharply polarized news that is likely to be false will spread more widely and travel deeper into the network than news with higher credibility that makes absolutely no sense. That's exactly what you guys are doing. See, this is the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. They, they say the spread of misinformation on social media is a pressing social problem that tech companies and policymakers continue to grapple with. They say that, but they don't tell you that it's a double-edged sword. It's happening on both sides. You see, they say we, it's all about... They, they always bring up misinformation. They always try to, you know, get you with, you know... The reason why everyone's not getting vaccinated, and and, 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 and. Mm. you know they always say that, and you know, but they never fail to mention that it is happening on both sides. It is happening on both sides. I'm not going to be contradicted with you guys, and I'm not going to um, uh, not give you guys a broad spectrum. I, I said it once. I'm going to say this again. I'm, I, I will always try to look at these things. Not from a right side, not from a left side, right in the middle. I will always try to look at these things right in the middle. And one of the things that I always present to myself is the first thing that always comes up whenever they mention fake news, uh, false news, false uh, articles. Whenever they mention that, they never fail to mention, well, it's actually happening on both sides. Both sides are using propaganda on us. My question to my, uh, to, to my, to my uh, fellow Americans is, do you want only one side to create the false news, and the other side supposedly always telling you the truth? And if that's what you want, let me ask you this. Can you trust yourself? Can you trust yourself? You know, do you trust yourself not to eat that donut late at night, fatty? Do you trust yourself not to smoke that cigarette right before you go to bed because it's killing you? Do you trust yourself not to sleep with that guy or that woman that's been texting you, even though you have a boyfriend, do you trust yourself? I'm guessing no, fuck no, you don't. Yet you're willing to trust Democrats. You're willing to trust Republicans. You're willing to trust Twitter. You're willing to trust everything you see on the internet. Okay, how does that make sense? Your inability to trust yourself, but you'll build, you you have no problem with trusting what you see on the screen. Well, sounds to me like I'm not the only one that's completely out of their fucking mind. Because if that's the way some of you guys think, then you are brainwashed and you need to be put in the hospital. Ha. Oh, crap. I might have just went too far with that. You know what? Let's see if we can go further. As far as we can. But why not? Hey Nancy Pelosi, you wanna suck it? Never mind. I don't want her to suck it. But yeah, no, no. All joking aside, guys, they never they never fail. They never tell you that it's coming from both sides. They never let you know that. They never inform you and tell you there is polarization, there's propaganda on both sides, they're both ly- lying to you to try to tempt you to be on your side. Why do you think I constantly say on my podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I want... Can I tell you, if you use your eyes for your perception, then a lot of this stuff that's going around right now, a lot of the different points of views, it would all become moot. Meaning it would all become insignificant. You wouldn't really care about it as much because... All you're focusing on is what you're using your eyes for. Your eyes are shaping your reality. You're not worried about. You're not. You're not seeing this. This magical COVID virus that's supposedly going around, killing everyone. Even though we watched riots go on for a full fucking year, none of those people died. I. I. I really wish. I really, really wish one day we all start to realize that it is our differences that makes us the same it is the individual that will make this world once again whole and give the world back what it needs hope now Let's move forward. I don't want to uh, get too soft and all uh, gretty-gretty-gretty too soon, of course. For pros, Nebraska mine might produce more rare elements. Oh shit, Nebraska's about to be racist real quick. I'm waiting for LGBT and the Black Lives Matter group to start calling us fucking racist and how we need it. Nebraska needs to start focusing on climate change and all this and that. The company working to build a mine in southeast Nebraska to extract a rare element used to make steel lighter and stronger said Tuesday, it might also be able to produce some of the key ingredients needed to make the powerful magnets used in electric vehicles. Watch out for this family and this whole fucking crew to get off. NIO Corp. Chief Operating Officer Scott Honan tells a group of investors during a tour of the site on October 6, 2021, about the plans for a proposed mine near Elk Creek in southeast Nebraska. The company hopes to build the mine to extract several critical minerals. If it can raise $1 billion... Holy shit. Man, you guys uh, need $1 billion. Well, um... Here's the thing. I'm, I'm all aboard for this. <laughs> um, the reason why I say I'm all aboard for this is, um, here, okay. So, here's the thing, guys. I'm going to tell you something about uh, climate change and uh, about uh, the world. Uh, you know, seem, seeming to be like it's shifting and whole. Uh, Because who'd have known that the Earth actually has a natural cycle? I know it's, it sounds crazy. Right? Yeah, the Earth has a natural cycle, and uh, this natural cycle uh, happens once about every ten billion, 10 billion years. Huh? Now, are we speeding it up? Do we have some effect on how fast it is progressing? Yes, but that's not called climate change. It's not called. Cl- it's that's not climate change when it's natural so that they're not telling you that and scientists and, and oh and by the way the same the same scientists that are that are going after you know the, the um the the climate change groups that just met in a, a belarus um you know all these all these groups that are talking and pushing this overpopulation and climate change agenda they always forget to tell you that they actually have studied the earth and know that what's going on in the earth is natural. They, they, they never say that. They never say, Oh, well, the sun, uh, our earth is getting hotter and that's a natural thing. They never come. They never say that. And if they ever do, they always say it like this. We only have a good 12 years of sustainable light or sustainable um, oil within the world before, before everyone, everyone just doesn't have any oil or doesn't, you know, and they always say shit like that. And then after, you know, they scare the shit out of you and to say the worst thing they can to you. Then after that, they say, oh, by the way, it's a natural thing. And you know what? Let's say, let's say you don't believe uh, in uh, the earth uh, naturally getting hotter, naturally getting colder, naturally, naturally doing what it's doing right now. Let's say you don't believe that, okay? Let's say you're all on board with uh, climate change and overpopulation and all this and that. Awesome. But maybe to make fun of you already. Let's piss off some Democrats real quick. Let's do it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, jackasses. Okay, so. This is gonna sound crazy, right? But if America is the only fucking country that is worried about climate change, we're not going to make much of a difference, are we? Okay? One country is not about to switch, to to, to change the poles of the world. One country cannot save this planet. Okay? Now, if we are going to be serious about this uh, climate change, and we are going to be serious about our trash and all these other things that get brought up, China and Russia need to be on board. Actually, you know what? I'll get off China and Russia. I get it. You're always talking about China and Russia, Leah. Why don't you just give them a break? I got it. I'm going to move on to Australia. Oh, you know what? Fine. I'll go past Australia. How about I move on to... Um, uh, um, uh, let's see. You know, just just the top of the hat. How about I move on to... Um, the United Kingdom. You know? The red coats. The pussies, the faggots, we beat their ass in 1776, they're still butthurt about it. Oh, Now that might have definitely pissed off some people. Let's try that one more time. UK, the faggots, the scientists, the gaywats, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, um, they need to be on board too. Uh, because, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, the United Kingdom puts off around... Let's see. They have almost twenty-three jets. Oh god! Let's do the math. Seventy-five thousand each time they put that in the air. They do it constantly. Mm. My guess is we're fucked. Yeah, totally fucked. On the lighter side, Keanu Reeves seems to think we're fucked too, as he was uh, uh, as he was seen with a picture. Looking like... Hold on, I'm totally ruining this. Keanu Reeves shared how he was really feeling when the sad Keanu picture was taken, and it's pretty relatable. If you've been on the internet like ever, you've seen the sad Keanu me. Yeah, he definitely does look sad. I'm just eating a sandwich, man, he explains to Colbert when he brought the photo out. The talk show host then asked, so you're not actually sad, said Keanu, uh, Keanu Reeves. I was thinking Keanu replied I had some stuff going on I was hungry yeah poor Keanu Reeves he does sure look sad everybody he's got a Walmart bag right next to him and a big ass sandwich that is my man no of course Keanu Reeves isn't sad and that's what's really important is it Keanu Reeves being sad that's the most important thing in this world not JFK Oh, speaking of JFK, did every, did anyone uh, get to search through those, I uh, um, think it was about, oh my god, about 1,500 uh, pages of documents that just got released on the JFK uh, assassination? Well, if you didn't know that, I'm about to mine the hell out of you. Ooh, I like doing that. JFK researchers underwhelmed by latest release of assassination documents. Oh, and by the way, they redacted every single important part. The vast majority of the almost 1500, yeah, it was 1,500 documents released by the National Archives as new appears to be duplicates of previously released documents with only a few redacted words now revealed, often the name of a CIA case officer or the location of an overseas agent station, agency station that investigators had already pierced together. Some say they have no changes whatsoever. <coughs> um... Guys they're never gonna release who really killed Kennedy. Because if they do, they're gonna have to explain they're gonna have to explain why the hell we let the Justice Department and the Mafia and the Italian government and the Nazis and the FBI off one of our presidents. Well that's a that's a that's a big scoop right there. Not to mention, um, some of the people that uh, were actually directly involved with the JFK assassination are still alive. And that's about as much as I'm going to say about that, because I'm not about to get my head blown off. Fuck that. There really still leaves more than 10,000 documents, either partially redacted or withheld entirely, which won't be seen until December 2022. We'll keep a lookout for that, guys. December 2022. December 2022. If I, uh, uh, I'm going to be doing a really good podcast on that, uh, on that day, uh, when, when they are released in, released in December, so if I show up dead, well, that's because I should have kept my mouth shut about it, but I'm definitely not gonna. Which will be seen until December 22. At the earliest under an order issued by President Joe Biden in October, it was prolonged the bitter debate between the federal government and JFK researchers who argued that the CIA, the FBI, and other national security agencies have continually stonewalled a congressionally mandated release. It's always the next time, said the University of Virginia, Larry Sabato, a leading scholar of the assassination. He called the redactions that were removed in Wednesday's release minimal and worthless. The reason it's so important is not so much that we're going to find a smoking gun that changes the entire theory of Who Killed Kennedy, he said. The lack of transparency and the fact that they, that the getting these documents after 58 years is like pulling a whole mouthful of teeth. It tells you why we have so many conspiracy theories. Well, it's not a really conspiracy theory. Um, it's not at all, okay? They wanted to kill Kennedy because he was going after the Federal Reserve. Not a lot of people know that. Um, the J- John F. Kennedy... Won- the the main thing that got... Oh, fuck. I shouldn't even be saying this. Ah, you know what? Let's say it anyway. John F. Kennedy was going after the Federal Reserve. He was going to... John F. Kennedy was going after the federal mm-hmm. Federal Reserve. If anyone doesn't know who the Federal Reserve is, well, I'm going to get ready to mind fuck the hell out of you. It's who prints our money, and it's a private organization, uh, meaning they do not give a shit about America. They have no, they have no, uh, what's the word, they have no honor or they have no obligation to America. It's a private institution that creates money for the world. John F. Kennedy was going after them, and he was going to dissolve them within America. Whenever a president has went after the Federal Reserve and went and chose to dissolve the Federal Reserve within America, within any country, they have been killed very, very, very fast. John F. Kennedy was killed by the Rockefeller families, by the Bernini families within the Federal Reserve. They killed him because he was going to switch America back to the silver dollar, to the silver back dollar. This is something that you really don't get told all that much, but I'm going to tell it to you. Because this is also something that they don't really cover whenever, whenever, they don't really say, really cover into detail whenever the JFK, uh, JFK assassination gets brought up. You see, they always kind of forget to tell you that, oh, that was one of the main things that pissed off the state. Like, really, 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 really bad. The deep state, yeah, they, when they found out that, that was the last straw. That was the last straw. You see, was it? it was Fidel Castro, which was a known CIA asset. Oh, you guys didn't know that either? Uh, yeah. Fidel Castro was a known CIA ass- asset, and he actually worked for the CIA. Which is why the CIA could never kill him all seven times that they tried to kill him. You know, the exploding cigar, the reluctant Cuban, the painted seashell, the contaminating diving suit, the deadly lover, which, uh, uh, by the way, that's one of the uh, greatest things. The CIA uh, was able to convince one of Fidel Castro's ex-girlfriends to kill him. said what happened she fell in love with him all over again and fucked his brains out that's right oh and if you guys don't think I'm a a, if you guys think I'm bullshitting you no I'm being dead serious Fidel Castro was a CIA agent the revolutionary Fidel Castro was nothing more than a banker shill tasked with removing him and reducing Cuba to penury and servitude no different from any other US installed fascist dictator yeah 1950 Illuminati's bankers, David Rockefeller, and Eugene Mayer organized a Cuban partnership called the Moa Bay Mining Co. As is a pretty Rockefeller hired the three students of the Caribbean, namely Fidel Castro, E. Howard Hunt, and George H.W. Bush. Rockefeller's uh, city bank provided the financial support that Fidel Castro needed for his ouster, ouster of Batista, and that Rockefeller had profited immensely from Castro's Fixations, exploitations of Maya, of Moa Bay mining fields. Sorry, Castro received his training in the arts of economic terrorism and guerrilla warfare from U.S. Army Special Forces Colonel William A. Morgan of Ohio. That's right. Rockefeller maintained actual physical control of all of all Castro's oil and mining operations. Meanwhile, he collected extravagant profits from endless. Pentagon bailouts by the U.S. taxpayer. Castro was a Mayor Rockefeller Dolley's lackey. With Zapatero oil as cover, he soon became Bush's favorite candy man. Castro was doubtless pre briefed on the impending April 1961 invasion by a clutch of clueless Miami Cubanos who were leached, who were led straight to their slaughter and perfect. Military gauntlet, a military gauntlet, a crossfire in a long and narrow bay of water at the heel of a unique Cuban landmass. In fact, a marine swampland drenched in oil known as the Zapotea. Ah. Castro replaced General Fuguinichi, uh, Fuguinichi as Batista, left. In Castro's propaganda, Batista was characterized as a racial and pure Cuban nationalist. Following the collapse of the Cuban economy in the 1930s, Batista crushed Marxist allegations and established a constitution in 1940 based on the sovereignty of the Cuban people. Yeah, that's right. You see how far that goes? Now, you see why um, it may be a little more beneficial to these guys not to tell the truth? You know? Because if we tell the truth, holy shit, if we tell the truth, then everyone's going to find out that COVID-19 was actually leaked from the Wuhan lab. No, I'm not shitting you. There's more uh, more evidence as keeps keeps on coming out. COVID-19 leaked from the controversial Wuhan lab sometime before September 12, 2019. With China's commen- uh, communist party keeping the deadly virus under wraps in the greatest cover-up of all time, according to a damning Republican investigator into the Origins release Monday. The report shows a preponderance of the evidence proves that all roads lead to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The bat research lab already eyed as a source of the pandemic, according to Republican Michael McColl. Bet they're uh, going to start calling this guy racist here soon. He's definitely racist. He's saying something that doesn't make any sense, but it does make perfect sense. But it's not supposed to make sense. But it makes perfect sense. It is our belief the virus leaked sometime in late August or early September 2019. The lead Republican in the White House Foreign Affairs Committee who released this report. When they realized what happened, Chinese Communist Party officials and scientists at the Wuhan began frantically covering up the leak, including taking their virus databases offline in the middle of the night and requesting more than $1 for additional security. But their cover-up was too late. The virus had already had already spreading throughout the megacity of Wuhan. He said that he said of the pandemic that is a Monday that has killed at least four million two hundred twenty-five thousand and six hundred two people globally. That's not inflated, but I'll go with that number. Investigators also revealed a, revealed a previously unknown request in July 2019 for a 1.5 million overhaul of a hazardous waste treatment system up for the facility, even though it has less than two years old. Well, even though it has one that is less than two years old, it concludes requests for maintenance on an environmental air disinfection system and hazardous waste treatment system. Which would indicate concerns about how these systems meant to prevent lab leaks were functioning. Ah, uh, shit. Well. Fuck me all the way up. I don't want to believe that. You know what amazes me about this whole thing, um, you know, just off the subject, is how pissed off nobody is. You know, no, Nobody's mad about it. That's, that's one thing that really, really, really does amuse me. We can get about, uh, mad about Nebraska losing a fucking football game, but China can leak a fucking virus to the fucking world, and no one says anything. Not one of us. Nothing. Not a fucking thing. So anyways, is this Obama? Fauci and Gates at a Wuhan lab in 2015. Which is totally miscaptioned by the way. In July 2020 a photograph supposedly showing the then US President Barack Obama and Dr. Anthony Fauci and Melinda Gates at a laboratory in Wuhan China. 2015 started to circulate on social media this is a genuine photograph of Obama and Fauci but it was not taken in Wuhan China in 2015 also the woman in the red shirt is not Melinda Gates the photographer was taken in December 2014 at the Vaccine Research Center at the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland it shows Obama and Fauci with U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services Sylvia Burwell and Chief of the Biodefense Research Section Nancy Sullivan. So here's the craziest thing about this: um, the picture is bullshit. I'm gonna call that out right now. Picture is total bullshit. Here's what's not bullshit: Sylvia Burwell. You know where she studied in 2016. You know where she was at the Wuhan laboratory. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's just crazy. I bet I just pissed off a lot of people with that, too. Telling the truth is not a good thing nowadays. But anyways, who cares? Let's keep on telling the truth, and let's piss some Democrats off. Apex Legends leak reveals long-awaited feature is coming. A new Apex Legend leak has revealed that a long-awaited feature in this and is in the works and presumably coming to the Nintendo Switch, Mobile PC, P- PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series 5- S, and Xbox Series X. A game in the near future or, in other words, perhaps in, in the time for the next season. That said, right now, the feature hasn't been officially confirmed to be in the works, but the leak comes courtesy of the game's files, which means it's impossible to complete, completely write off. If anyone's into Apex, well, you suck. Sorry. And we got some uh, more news for you. I'm very, very sorry for the kind of blowouts uh, here and there. My internet is running a little slow, which uh, makes kind of for a little dead time. Thousands of credit card information is leaked from the Evalajonia Evagilonia store. The the online store, Evagiloni Store, which distributes official products of the franchise of Neo Neon Genesis, Evolonginio, and it's all derivatives, and all of its derivatives. It was reported that the information of more than 17,000 credit cards would have been compromised, according to the statement that leak was carried out since July of this year, but it was not reported until today. Oh, well that's just fantastic. So all of your credit cards were completely leaked, but who cares? Who cares? Who cares about your credit card? Spend money. Oh, you don't have money to spend? Don't worry. We're going to start sending out $300 checks and we're going to say that's equality. Not equity. We're going to call it equality. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds amazing. I swear to God. It's always when you need the internet to work correctly. And Iran I, I affiliated, oh, seriously, Iran affiliated hackers leaked explicit data, of two hundred ninety thousand Israeli patents, ten k, ten thousand credit cards. Hackers from the Black Shadow Group on Tuesday night leaked personal and sensitive medical information on two hundred ninety thousand customers who use the internet access of the Moore Institute for Medical Database, medical data, and Benin Brock to contact specialists regarding medical issues. The hackers stole the contents of those medical inquiries and now leaked the detailed medical problems suffered by each user. Black shadow hackers who say they identify identified with Iran broke into several Israeli sites last Saturday and shut them down. Apparently, they managed to invade the servers of the host company Cyberverse and Hacker and hack its client sites. Among those were the bus companies, Calvin and Dan, the tourist site Pegasus, and the LB LGBT dating site at TROP I'm sorry that's that's just really funny I hope they hack it again on Wednesday morning the hackers are offered for sale thousands of credit cards of Israeli citizens they claim they collected from the hack sites according to black shadow they are selling only two copies of the complete credit card data 10,000 cards altogether at 10,000 SI each $3,200 to be um, that's that's what ten thousand NSI is, is thirty two hundred dollars. They added to the offer the ID picture of Israeli citizen Israeli citizens whose details were revealed. Wow. What a dick. No, honestly, that, that's that's a dick move. But a little amusing. Speaking of a little amusing. Kentucky Workers Who Survived Tornadoes says Candle Factory should have been closed that night. Well, they're in a candle factory. At least you could have had light. You know what I'm saying? Michigan's Moldy Marijuana Recall Debacle explained. Moldy Marijuana never heard of that. The Michigan Marijuana Regulatory Agency recently released an unknown quantity of unsafe marijuana for potential sale to the public. The marijuana in question had failed lab tests and was found to have unacceptably high levels of mold, yeast, or fungi, as per an email that was obtained from the MRA through a Freedom of Information Act request. The marijuana in question had failed lab tests. I don't know how marijuana fails lab tests, but I'm not a scientist, so I'm going to keep on reading. The regulatory body claimed that the order to release the marijuana came from court of claims. Judge Christopher Murray, who recently reversed positions of November 17th recall issued by the MRA. On Wednesday, attorneys for the MRA filed a court motion urging the judge to reconsider his previous decision. The MRA disclosed that 26% of the retested marijuana following the recall showed higher than allowable levels of yeast and mold as well as aspergillus, aspergulias a type of mold that is potentially harmful to those whose lung disease or weakened immune system none of that stuff is supposed to be on marijuana see as soon as we this is what I'm talking about how is letting the government run weed now it's all my major pot smokers out there should we continue to let the uh, to let the government you know grow our grow marijuana grow our marijuana because they're putting yeast and mold and what the fuck is a a, 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 a peregris? The theparagus it weakens the immune system and it shuts down and it gives you lung disease that asparagileus I'm telling you what, dude, we can never you can never trust the government with one fucking thing, I swear to God. It's just it's just ridiculous. Sorry, my voice trying to changed just got a little frustrated right there. The initial recall including all products tested by Verdidious Laboratories and Verdidious North between august tenth and november sixteenth, impacting products sold at more than four hundred stores across the Wolverine State. According to the lawsuit filed by Verdidius, the recall resulted in an estimate 229 million disruption in the industry. Holy shit! On December 3rd, Judge Murray ruled that the state marijuana regulators likely acted arbitrarily in ordering the recall against Veridius North and Bay City. The judge emphasized in his 13-page opinion that the public safety concerns are one of the main purposes and duties of the MRA, and undoubtedly it believes the recall of both Viridius and Viridius North was necessary to protect the public. However, when there is no evidence that Viridius North's testing also fit into the category, the safety concerns are reduced, the judge said, adding that the absence of any retesting of products at Viridius North eliminates one of the two factual bases for issuing the recall. Nevertheless, the MRA motion for reconsideration says that the health and safety when it comes to the recently legalized market marijuana products is of paramount concern. In light of the now known failing result for some Viridius North products, the MRA should not be compelled to turn a blind eye to the obvious hazard of returning products to the market that have, in fact, failed a microbial testing panel. How about you just grow weed normally? How about, how's that sound? Uh, you know, and I'm serious. Like, how how does that sound? How about we just grow things naturally? Why are we not able to do that? Here, how's this sound? Okay, how's this sound? I'm going to go out on a whim right here, guys. I'm going to go out on a kind of a whim. How about we just make it legal and everyone grows their own shit? How about we just do that? Let's say you're not against, let's say you're completely against marijuana. Okay, all right, right, awesome. I dig it. I I understand. You know what I mean? I really, really do. I understand. How about we start making shirts out of them? We can use the hemp to make shirts. We can use the hemp to make a a, a really good mask, a lot stronger mask than what we're using with cloth, With, with wool, I should say, with sheep wool. How about we make masks? All right. No, you still don't want to do that because the fucking logging companies keep on telling you either suck it or we're gonna suck it for you. I can dig that. A on cultist who was waiting for JFK Jr. in Dallas has found proof for the conspiracy theory in Trump's Home Alone 2 cameo. <laughs> this is just a, a fun little a fun little article I'm gonna read off for you guys here. Honestly, I don't know about some of this stuff. They put a lot of subliminal. They put a lot of uh, subliminal messages, which is why um, I've dubbed my uh, I, I I dubbed my podcast and my uh, YouTube channel and everything else subliminal messages because these secret organizations do know the true effect on your subconscious mind and how much and how vastly it changes your outlook on the world. They understand it and they've been setting it um, for a very very long time. Hence MK Ultra. Hence. Even before that hint, uh, giving the Nazis, you remember how the Nazis were giving their, uh, the troops methamphetamines to keep them awake? They said it, they released a document that said it was just what I said it was to do. It was to keep them awake. And that's, not a, that's not the original purpose of why they were giving their soldiers methamphetamines. They wanted to see if the methamphetamines would make them turn them into super soldiers. Like super soldiers, like extra, th- extra strength, extra knowledge, everything. The original methamphetamines wasn't what um, what some of you fucking meth heads are smoking right now. The uh, the original, like a, a real like real pure meth, it was more of a hallucinogen. It was made to uh, more or less turn you into a fucking superman. The the methamphetamines that, that's hitting the street nowadays, that's not that's not what the CIA produced. That's what the you know. That's what our gangs produce. That's what our drug companies produce. The own, our our own FDA was actually the ones who turned heroin into heroin. Like they made opium into heroin. They were the ones that produced that, and they and they shipped it all across World War II and Vietnam. That's why ninety-eight percent of our soldiers were completely hooked to some kind of form of opiate. But I'm going to move past that. QAnon Cult members have been waiting since November 2nd for JFK Jr. to show up on the grass you in Dallas, where they believe that he'll declare himself the VP candidate for a 2024 Trump ticket. If you thought that onset of brisk winter temperatures in Northern Texas would deter this crowd, well, you'd be wrong. Despite their initial disappointment at him not showing up on the initial believed date, they've been hanging around and singing We Are the World because they're keeping the faith. The Dallas Observer checked in with the crowd who held a Tuesday rally this week. An end product of this visit was a collection of utterance called Things Overheard at the q Rally for the Return of JFK Jr., as expected. The virtual smell of disillusioned feels Palopopole, and includes COVID-19 was a hoax created by the government it was to undermine Donald uh, that wasn't to undermine Donald Trump's presidency they created to kill every single one of us and they wanted to use it as a pretext to get rid of the firearms and see how much the people would take so when they start killing everyone and they start kicking in doors they're, they're aware of what groups will fight back, what groups won't This was nothing to do to undermine Donald Trump. That's bullshit right there. As if this wasn't visceral enough, one attendee tied his entire belief to Trump's cameo appearance in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. The guy also seems to believe that JFK Jr. got shot rather than his father, but logic may... That JFK Jr. got shot rather than his father, but logic might be beside the point when it comes to them. Huh. You know, um, wow. I honestly, uh, I'm gonna be honest, guys. Even I kind of feel retarded after um, reading that. But let me keep on reading. Let's see if I can get you That's wild stuff. And yeah, it's easy to believe that these words were spring from a crowd where someone else declared. I wouldn't say that I do my research. It's more of a gut feeling I have, you know, where all the crap is stored. And it's all even stranger consider revelations that Trump actually bullied his way into the sequel. As Columbus retelling went, he wanted to shoot inside the plaza and Trump took the money, but also demanded to appear in the film. And in 2014, Trump's cameo mysteri- mysteriously disappeared from airing by the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Somehow, none of the Q1 cultists have mentioned this yet or tied their removal to JFK Jr., but surely it's only a matter of time. Well, um... That's the first time I've heard uh, that JFK Jr. was shot, and not his dad. Um, I thought that's what happened. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I've ranted and went on for a little long enough. Uh, I believe I've got enough information out there for you, or at least a little parts of information. If you don't think so, well, i got a little more for you. Let's go with our uh, Omaha, Nebraska news. Let's stay up on that. Two major airline CEOs questioning the needs for masks on planes. Well, get ready for them to lose their job. That's right, because they're standing up and actually saying the truth. The CEOs of two of the nation's major airlines say they don't think wearing masks on planes does much to help limit exposure to COVID-19. Well, you fucking, you dirty dog, you you, you non-believer. The comments from American Airlines CEO Doug Parker, the the nation's largest carrier, and Southwest East CEO Gary Kelly came during a hearing about the financial support the airlines received from the federal government in 2020 and 2021. But the topic of masks rose via a question from Senator Roger Wicker, the ranking Republican on the Senate committee holding the hearing. I think the case is very strong. The masks don't add much. If anything, and the air came a carbon If anything, an air cabin environment is very safe and very high quality compared to any other indoor setting, said Kelly. Both Kelly and Parker, who each have announced plans to retire as CEOs in the coming months, mentioned that high-grade HEPA air filters on planes capture virtually all airborne contamination and air quality is helping by high-frequently cabin air is exchanged with fresh air from outside the cabin. I concur. An aircraft is the safest place you can be," said Parker. It's true of all of our aircraft. They all have the same HEPA filters and airflow. Um, you know, um, I want to call bullshit. I am not. I am not believing that an airplane is the safest place to bleed. B. Whatever. I still don't believe it. Uh, now, now that's not to say, uh, as far as I'm not saying elf uh, as far as the elf, el, air filter. My lord, let me freaking talk. Let me uh, reiterate myself. I'm not saying that the air filter is a uh, HEPA. I'm not saying like the the air quality within the the planes aren't great and fantastic. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't want to be on the plane when Allah Allah comes on fucking the plane and they're like we're going to blow up everything. And then they see, like, you know, me and other Mexicans, and they're like, oh, man, that's a bad bargain in chips. We're going to go to another plane where there's white people. <laughs> Mass mandate! Douglas County ready to pull the trigger! Holy shit! What did I tell you? Douglas County health officials are still talking about mandating masks for the sake of Metro Hospitals hiding capacity. Discussing among... County Board of Health Members heightened Wednesday. County Health Director Dr. Lindsay Hughes says she isn't afraid to pull the trigger on a mask mandate, but says the powers at Nebraska Department of Health and Human Services won't allow it at this time. You know why it's not gonna allow it at this time, you fucking stupid cunt? Because you don't have the fucking power to pull any kind of mask mandate. So why don't you go back home, make me a sandwich, and shut the fuck up. Now that went real far, real quick. Nah, who cares? Let's piss some more Democrats off. Yeah. Human remains found 40 years ago, identified as a member of the OJ's R&B band. Damn. Frank, Frankie Little Jr., born in 1943 from Cleveland, Ohio. Partial human remains found in a garbage bag nearly 40 years ago have been identified as belonging to Frankie Frank Little Jr., member of the R&B band The OJs, according to police. The Twinsburg Police Department in Ohio announced the news on Tuesday, saying DNA from relatives was used to help identify the remains found on February 18, 1982. Police say that not much is known about Little's disappearance and death. Little was, really, Little was raised in Cleveland, uh, very sorry. Little was raised in Cleveland, according to the news release, in the mid-60s. He was a guitarist and a songwriter for the OJs. The band released a statement to CNN saying that he was part of the band in the early days and that they haven't heard from him since. He came with us when we first ventured out of Cleveland Cleveland, and traveled to Los Angeles, but he was always in love with a woman in Cleveland that he missed so much that he soon returned back to Cleveland after a short amount of time. Man, that is... Uh you know, guys, I don't want to say it, uh, but um, it, it it might be true. The Cleveland police might have killed him. Uh, the Cleveland, yeah, the Cleveland police might have killed him, or it, it might have been his own crew. You know what I mean? Uh, but either way, guys, this is Subliminal Message Studios. Your host is Leonardo Jacobs. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great day.